You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. Welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 47. 47. And I'm Mike Race, and I'm here with my wife, what? Jenna. It sounded like you said Mike Race. Did I? Maybe. <laughs> I said, and I'm Mike Brace? Or, that's what I wanted to say. I might have said Mike Race. It's the first episode I said Titanic re-watch podcast. Yeah. Instead of re-watch. Like, I put that big giant oh, gap really? between re <laughs> and watch, and it's bothered me ever since. Yeah. And I'm surprised I haven't made that mistake again, because yeah. I always think about it. And then, you know, so my point is, is it's not the first time I would have messed up. <laughs> messed oh. up. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm Mike Brace, and I'm here with my wife, Jenna. That was better. Yeah. Yeah, I'll good. edit that all out so it sounds fine. No, you can't, because I'm just randomly laughing when you say our names. No, I wouldn't even dream about editing that out anyway. <laughs> Come on now. This is going to make it to 20 minutes at least. Yeah. Okay, so what happened, Jenna? Don't Instead draw of hold it. for applause, it's hold, <laughs> hold for yawn. Yaw. <laughs> um, okay, so in this minute, we continue their uh, conversation on their walk. And um, so in the last minute, Rose is saying, you know, oh, I bet you're thinking, poor little rich girl, what does she have to be, you know, so miserable about? Right. And then Jack just explains, like, no, I was thinking what could have happened to this girl to make her think she had no way out. Yeah. Is that kind of what he says? Yeah. And uh, she just goes on to kind of explain herself. She says a word I've never heard before. Arisha? Inertia. 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 <laughs> Mike's looking no, at the meaning I, of it. It's like the movement, like the okay. the way you're li- like, it's, yeah, yeah. inertia is like a movement feeling, like okay. a feeling of movement, I think. Where do you learn these words? What do you mean, where do I? Okay, I always say this to Mike. He always knows all these words that I don't <laughs> oh, know. Jenna. We had the same public schooling. Um, you read comic books. <laughs> Is it in the comic books? Jenna, it's a very common word. No, it's not. I'm wrong. <laughs> anyway, inertia. Uh, I thought it was... Okay, well... How, what does she say? I mean, I understood her sentence and what she was going for, but what does she say? She said she says it the was inertia everything. of my life. Mm-hmm. Jenna... <laughs> Actually, you know what? They could probably hear... Um, <laughs> I'm going to mute the- my phone, too. <laughs> uh, they could probably hear 
Cordelia's um, music. Yeah, we have a baby monitor on. Yeah. She's resting. She has a little lullaby playing for her. (laughs) Uh, You can probably hear that, too. So, as a noun, inertia means a tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged. But in physics, it's a property of matter by which it continues in its existing state of rest or uniform motion in a straight line. Okay, so she just sees, like, you know, it does have to do with movement. Like, it's about. Yeah, non movement. Yes. (laughs) So I I would say I understood the word a lot more than you did. I mean, I understood what she was saying, like the main point of it. So she's just you've saying, never like, heard, but hold on, like you've never no. heard the word inertia ever. No. Well, I mean, how many times have I watched Titanic? I guess I've heard <laughs> you've it. heard it at least that many times. No, it's yeah. I didn't know that word. Yeah. I N E R T I A. That's right. Okay. Now I know. Now yeah. I'm gonna use it all the time. Well, are you though? When are you going to use that? When we're standing in a line that's not moving. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) So, she's, yeah, just saying how, you know, she knows at the age of 22, whatever her age is, like, this is her life. She's 17. Oh, she's 17. She's just a baby. I think. She, okay, we got to wrangle a cat. Paused. Again, I don't know why we just don't close the door so they can't come down here. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Anyways, so she's just telling him how, you know, her life is at a standstill. Like, her life now is what it's going to be in 30 years from now. And um, she actually kind of gives us some little information about where they live. Yeah, Philadelphia. You took it from me. Oh, whoops. This is your... your Philadelphia is not close to New York, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is, because Scranton is close to New York, and Philadelphia is just, you know... It's closer to Scranton. It's closer to Scranton? Yeah, they're in the same state, Pennsylvania. I didn't know that. Philadelphia, We're watching The Office. That's why we're talking about Scranton, because... That doesn't sound right. What? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania doesn't sound right. It's right. (laughs) So why does Elton John sing about Philadelphia? Anyways, <laughs> not the point. My mind is no, just I'm gonna running amok. I don't really know what that song's about. Philadelphia Freedom. I said what? running amok. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Office fans can probably pinpoint what episode we're on. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, and yeah, we're we're in the arc, the Kathy Bates arc of her oh yeah she's molly brown right yeah pretty kind of really similar now but kind of a similar background to the character right like very rich yeah but she's like still a go-getter yeah she's a little more harsh she's not as nice of a person (laughs) like she's a nice person but like Mm -hmm. is she southern in on the titanic too (laughs) I thought for sh- I I hit the mute button. I swear, I hit the mute the button TV says for the TV, you didn't. but it didn't do it. 
This is great. This is what the people want, actually. Nick, yeah. uh, friend of the show, Nick, uh, literally today we were talking about how yeah. he loves that. Yeah. Oh, I forget to mute the... Leave a, leave a comment below if That's you not think... a thing in podcast. <laughs> I like to say it. Okay. Because, uh, okay, anyways. No spoiler alerts. What? For our future projects. No, no. <laughs> Because we literally don't have a plan. No. I don't know. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're acting as if we have a plan that we could spoil. Like, we don't know what we're doing. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so, anyways, Rose is going on. She says, um, you know, 500 invitations have gone out. All of Philadelphia society is going to be there. So we are presuming they live in Philadelphia. You know, she's saying she's surrounded by all of these people, but she feels as if she's standing in the middle of a ballroom, screaming at the top of her lungs, and no one is hearing her. Um, and at the same time, she's kind of showing her engagement ring to Jack to kind of let him know what she's going on about. And, um, you know, he makes the comment that she would have sunk straight to the bottom of the ocean with that it's rock. So big. Yeah. And, uh, is that where it ended? No, oh, no, no, no. no. And, then, and uh, yes. so Jack says, do you love him? And then Rose got really offended by that. And she's like, well, that is so rude. You shouldn't be asking me that. And then Jack says, well, it's a simple question. Do you love the guy or not? That's where the minute end ended. Mm -hmm. uh, but she's about to kind of go off on him. I'm assuming she's so offended because she knows she doesn't love him and she doesn't want to admit that because, or I think she's maybe embarrassed to say that to Jack because she clearly doesn't love him. And so, you know, why would you marry someone you don't love and she doesn't want to think? Yeah, yeah, she's, I was, yeah, I wanted to talk a lot about this, okay. really, because like... I'll back up then. <laughs> Jim. Classic. <laughs> More office reference. This episode. We should do a minute by minute of the office. Are you kidding me? There's no. Yes, I would love that. I know you would. And that's what we're not doing. No. Um that's insane. No. If a minute Jenna by minute. and Angela can do it, we can do it. Friends of the show. Jenna yeah. Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Uh, they're doing it episode by episode, Jenna. We're yeah, talking about the Office Ladies podcast. Them. But minute by minute of that show is insane because there's 200 some odd episodes. 20, 20 plus minute. Debbie Downer. Some episodes are 40 minutes. Exactly. Some of them are like 50. I'd be so happy. No, it wouldn't be funny. Minute by minute. Especially like with all of the uh, long pauses. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of long pauses. Um, <laughs> no, I wanted to talk about this because like she says, "Oh yeah, that's so rude," but like everything she's like said leading up to that, mm -hmm. anyone would ask that question. Yeah. Like and you literally have uh, have been painting this picture that you hate this life that you have and you hate what your life's going to be obviously you don't really care for the guy because like yeah. if you love the guy yeah you would you know 
probably be looking forward to that but like you're obviously not mm -hmm. interested in him yeah. and interested in that life so like it's a pretty reasonable question but yes she has to maintain i feel like she just has to maintain this appearance like oh how dare you like how could you ask mm -hmm. like you're not supposed to ask someone that type of question yeah. like it's unacceptable to ask that type of question like i'm getting married to this person and yeah she doesn't want to admit it to herself that she you know she doesn't love him or she doesn't want to admit it out loud but like literally everything leading up to that point where he asked that question is painting that picture that she doesn't love him anyway yeah so but she just yeah there's this little uptight part of her personality that's like no you're not supposed to yeah like, i of course i love him because i'm yeah i don't think she wants to like she would feel foolish admitting to another person that she's about to marry someone she doesn't love. Do you think it's really a rude question? Is it rude because they don't really know each other? Like if someone asked you if you love me, would you be like, that's rude? <laughs> would you be offended if someone's saying like, do you love her? Um... Well, I love you, so like I don't like I don't mind answering it. So like, yeah, like if a stranger came up to me and was like, "Do you love your wife?" I'd be like, "Yes, of course I do." I feel like, okay, maybe. But would if you we, think that's rude, or would you think that's a weird question? That's a weird question. I wouldn't yeah. think it's rude. Maybe I would think it's rude if I didn't love you. If we were in a loveless yeah. marriage and someone was like, do you love your wife? I would probably be, like, hesitant, I suppose, to say, what no, I don't love What if you were, her. like, a high school football coach? Baseball coach. <laughs> no! He was a baseball coach. Man, oh, man, we need to stop watching The Office before we do these. Okay. Get The Office on my mind. Yeah. It's Jenna's so got one thing on her mind all the time. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's rude. It is weird. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if, if I was giving the context off, like, if I'm talking to this person I hardly know, and I'm giving, I'm painting yeah, this picture of, like, be. I hate my life, I hate this, I hate that, and then they were like, do you love your wife? I would, I don't, yeah, No. Uh, it, it's a pretty obvious question to ask and a pretty obvious, yeah. you know, what and the I answer mean, is. Just it's like her kind of her... not answering and getting so defensive tells you. Yeah, it's everything. kind of, yeah. She could have just been like, yes. Yeah. It's, but she it's can't almost even, a, it's a really she a can't even pretend. Yeah, it's like a rhetorical question at this point, right? Like, yeah. to have all of this information that he's getting and, you know. It's a rhetorical question, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you you think it's rude or what? No. But it's weird. Yeah. I but mean, I don't even think it's, if it's weird off the top. in the way I, that it's he not, asks Yeah, it. it actually isn't weird in the in the sense that he asks it because he has all of this. He's yeah. been painted this picture, so like it makes sense. But yeah, off the top, super weird. I got the sniffles. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if I was just, like, at the grocery store in line and someone was like, do you love the guy? <laughs> I'd be like, huh? Like, that'd be weird. 
It wouldn't be rude. I don't. I don't know. What does rude mean? <laughs> Inappropriate, right? Like it means. Like. A- are we really gonna is that another like, word you haven't heard before Jenna? you never heard the word no but rude? like what's the actual definition it's yeah like something that you find uh impolite okay yeah inappropriate impolite. i mean i guess it is rude then <laughs> but how is it impolite if you're saying is it impolite yeah to ask someone yeah you think yeah. <laughs> so sure. You're so sure of it. <laughs> what does? No, no, we're not doing this. Nick loves it opposite. when we Google things. <laughs> it's terrible. What does? Are you gonna? Are, were you literally gonna ask what's the definition of impolite? No, so the polite. Op- I know what impolite means, you idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. It's oh, rude. we're losing it. Oh, man. Um, wow. Um, <laughs> that's so good. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think it is impolite. Not saying you don't think it's impolite. I just think it's weird. Yeah. I don't think it's impolite. It depends on the context. Yeah, but still, I feel like any way that you're going to ask that question, it's kind of like you're assuming something. You're probably assuming you they don't love the person. And I mean, if they don't bring it up, which Rose kind of did bring it up exactly. in that kind of yeah, way. The context. Like it. But I can see it being impolite. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm not wishy-washy. You're wishy-washy. No, it's That's weird. Not. It's always weird. Yeah, it's weird. But. But could weird be a synonym for impolite? I don't think we so. Need a but source? no, I no. It, it it's. I think it's rude or impolite. Depending on the context, it's always weird to ask that question, but I don't think it's necessarily rude or impolite the way he asked it and the context in which he asked it because she's already gone, she's essentially gone off on him to begin with. Like he said, she's already said that, like, everything that's part of her life, but I mean, there's still strangers, like, he's not, you know, yeah, but like, what are you supposed to do, like? Should he just shut up? Should Jack just shut up? Like I, I would get, I could get on board with that. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> shut up, Jack. No, I don't know. I need to. Uh, I need to. What do you say? I need to let this stir. What do you say? I don't. Let know. it sizzle. Bring it to well, a boil. What do you say? <laughs> Are you asking me specifically? You said it multiple times on this podcast. You well, say, sizzle is when you're like teasing something that's coming up so it's not that mm-hmm. anyways let it simmer oh simmer yeah let it simmer <laughs> okay is that what you say i've definitely I said that before i don't know remember the other day <clears throat> i was listening to the podcast and i said something and then in real life i said mm. 
Hey, I have more thought on this. <laughs> yeah, like what a week that? ago, you were listening to episode nine of the podcast. You were like, yeah. I felt more strongly about something. You don't remember? Nope. Shoot. I feel like it was good, too. You, you weren't listening to me? Yeah. But it was a week ago. <laughs> Should have wrote it down. Um, anyway... I'm gonna have to go re-listen again. What was that about? You know what's crazy? I haven't looked anything up this episode. We literally just talked about this minute. I was the Googler today. Yeah. Oh, I guess I did look up inertia. Mm hmm. Liar. Okay, but that was. It's yeah. not like I referred to an entire article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a quick Google search. Oh, um, really let's not worry out. about it, okay? Okay. Go back and listen. I don't even think you finished the episode, so <laughs> I, I imagine if you played it, it'd probably be whatever we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, oh! Never mind. So, real quickly, Philadelphia Freedom is <laughs> a song released by the Elton John Band as a band. single... Yeah. That's what he's called? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, as a single in 1975, this song was the fourth of Elton John's six uh, number one U.S. hits during the early and mid-1970s, which saw his recordings dominating the charts. In Canada, it was his eighth single to hit the top of the RPM mm. national singles chart but what's it mean so the song was written by elton john and bernie toppin as a favor to john's friend tennis star billy jean king who was part who was part of the philadelphia freedoms professional tennis team ah the song features an uh, orchestral arrangement by gene page which includes flutes horns and strings it's the best part of the song uh, yeah. So, recorded in the summer of 1974 during breaks between sessions for Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, the song was, at the time, the only Elton John and Bernie Taupin had ever con- consciously written as a single. Interesting. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> as John told journalists... <clears throat> Paul Gambassini. John was looking to honor Billie Jean King and so asked Taupin to write a song called Philadelphia Freedom as a homage to her tennis team, the Philadelphia Freedoms. Hmm, okay. That's cool. It's a good song. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Taupin said, I can't write a song about tennis and did not. <laughs> Taupin maintains that the lyrics bear no relation to tennis. Philly's soul or even flag-waving patriotism. Nonetheless, the lyrics have been interpreted as patriotic and uplifting, and even though it was released in 1975, the song's sentiment, intentionally or not, meshed perfectly with an American music audience gearing up for the country's bicentennial celebration in July 1976. In the U.S., the song was certified golds in 1975 and platinum in 1995. 
the song was dedicated in part to the Philadelphia sound, which included the soul music of the Delphonics and the Spinners. And the talents of writer-producer Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and Tom Bell. John would work with Bell two years later on an EP that became known as the Tom Bell Sessions. Philadelphia Freedom plays in Philadelphia's Franklin Institute IMAX Theater before every show as a tribute to the city's love for freedom and its impact on the country. The lyrics, Yeah. The lyrics are also printed on the walls of the Hard Rock Cafe in Philadelphia. Elton John met... (laughs) Why am I doing this? Elton John met Billie Jean King in 1973, and according to reporters for CNN, they have since built a powerful partnership in philanthropy, raising hundreds of millions of dollars for equal rights and for HIV-slash-AIDS causes. Upon admiring and meeting King, John asked his long-term writing partner, Bernie Taupin, to write the lyrics to what became Philadelphia Freedom and dedicate it to his friend King, who was a member of the Philadelphia Freedom's tennis team. This is pretty repetitive. (laughs) The label on the vinyl for this record reads, With Love to BJK and the sound of Philadelphia. At the time, King had just been ranked the world number one women's player for the fifth time in the previous seven years. Additionally, one reporter argued that she altered the gender perception of professional tennis with her victory against Bobby Riggs in a highly publicized Battle of the Sexes exhibition match. Okay. The lyrics of Philadelphia Freedom are not explicitly about the match or King, but stem from a love of King and her cause. Prior to their match, Riggs claims that even a fifty-five, even as a fifty-five-year-old man, he could still beat a woman. King was twenty-nine at the time, in a tennis match, because it was a man's game. The match was held on September twentieth, nineteen seventy-three, at the at the Astrodome in Houston and was telecast worldwide. Though usually cheering from the sidelines at every match, John lost his voice cheering King on from a Los Angeles hotel. Okay. The year before the (laughs) Battle of the Sexes match, Congress adopted the Equal Rights Amendment and the 1973 saw the decision of Roe v. Wade give uh, women the right to choose to have an abortion. King made other steps in feminism in 1973 when she founded the Women's Tennis Association and convinced the U.S. Open to award female champions the same prize money as men. This set the scene for King's match and victory against Riggs. The win ignited even more advocacy efforts for sexual equality, shattered the stereotype Riggs had presented, and as feminist Gloria Steinman put it, <laughs> provided a morale change, King is now known as a champion for social change and equal rights. A lot of kings changed the world, eh? I guess so. Despite, this is the last paragraph, I swear. Uh, despite her success in the match and its historical importance, King told ElsonJohn.com that they, <laughs> they, being she and Elton, did not want the song 
to be about tennis. It's a feeling, she said. King and John also co-founded the world's team tennis smash hits, a charity function benefiting AIDS charities. King spoke of her work with Elton saying, we're out there every single day with our energy and we're going to make this world a better place, no matter if it's through tennis, through music, whatever to help to try to help the LGBT community just help humanity. There we go. So <laughs> yeah, we nice. did like 20 minutes of just uh, Titanic and like eight or so minutes of a song that has nothing to do with Titanic. Yeah. And to be honest, like we did probably just as much office and other That's things true too. too. There was a lot Very of... Very minimal Titanic in this episode. Mm. That's all right. That's what we're here for. That's That was the idea for the podcast, yeah. you know? <laughs> all right. That should do us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, man. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, perfect. <laughs>